Good morning and welcome to St. Louis Live with Travis Terrell, Chris Denman, and Michael Gaines on 920 AM and streaming live at weareliveradio.com. You turn around like boy, quit talking to me. Good morning, St. Louis. You are now tuned in to St. Louis Live. Hey, everybody. It's Chris Denman. We got Travis Farrell, Michael Gaines in the house, 920 AM, WGNU, and streaming on live. We are liveradio.com. Download past content at the We Are Live feed on iTunes and anywhere finer podcasts are distributed. This is St. Louis Live. We're here Monday through Friday. 7 to 10 a.m. How do you say it, Gaines? How do you greet people on a on a Monday? Happy Monday. Oh. Is it? Are, oh. we, are you feeling good? It's, it's oh. chipper around the studio this morning, I'll say that. I feel pretty good today, actually. Travis came peacocking in. He's uh, freshly shorn on the dome. <laughs> Maybe even a beard trim worked. I see a, a, a mustache. He must have had church this weekend. Oh. <laughs> had church? Had graduation? Had a... I had to go out in public this weekend, and I was essentially forced to go What'd you graduate from? I did not. Uh, did not graduate from anything, Chris. Thank God. School of hard knocks. <laughs> there you go. From these streets. That's what I graduated from. That is exactly right. It's uh, it's the 22nd of May. We're going to get into it. Deli- we'll just break down the weather for the first hour, I was thinking, guys. Does that work? Okay. Sure. So, tidbit nipply this morning. It was. I felt the chills. Did you, write, did you write that on the way in, Gaines? No. <laughs> we got MVTs to get into. We'll do some what you doing. How do you say it? <clears throat> what you doing? <laughs> Even for a Monday, it still works. What you doing? We'll uh, we'll rock out a morning melee poll. We'll do some fair or foul later in the day. Give away a prize for that. Lots of fun to be had. Let's. Uh, you want to jump right into the MVTs, Gaines? What are you going with later on today? The Cardinals are bridesmaids once again. They lose out to Luis Robert. And you know what? You're the DeWallet crowd. You be the DeWallet crowd until they prove you wrong. I'm with you. I am totally with you. Totally with you. You're done with the uh, fiscally responsible moniker of the Cardinals. When you are literally printing money and you're the most profitable franchise, according to Forbes, in the Major League Baseball. <laughs> How mad do you think the Cardinals' ownership was when they were like, hey, 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 hey. easy on the most profitable tagline. Exactly. And can, it's can, just, you, can you can you replace profitable with prudent? <laughs> this And the, the thing about it is this was not a Giancarlo Stanton contract. This is not what like Machado's going to get in a couple years. It's Yes, it's a lot of money for a young kid, but when you're talking about the the contracts that are going around these days with Major League Baseball, not that big of an investment. So, really frustrating weekend. We'll get into it in a little while after uh, we get into a little bit of other stuff. What are you talking about, Trav? What's your MVT today? Well, my MVT today is for my Arsenal fans out there today. <laughs> big, that are like re- the street in St. Louis? Oh, no, 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 no. I mean the, the, mean the soccer team, Chris. Or as they like to call it in Europe, football. And you know why? Because we have... Something in common. We do. As Staniel Steamacronky is at it again. Stan letting the good folks know who were hoping for him to sell his portion of Arsenal. He let them know today. Let them know this weekend. Uh-uh. Ain't going down like that, son. So we'll get a little bit into uh, how the folks across the pond are feeling a little bit of the nice. St. Louis blues wow. today. There were, okay. 
So you named a soccer team. Like you tossed out the name, right? Yep. You said across the pond. Mm-hmm. And I, I, there's a lot going on here. Also, I'll watch this. I'm going to finish the story with it certainly wasn't a top of the morning to them. I think that's Irish. Oh, it's not a different. Okay. It's kind of a question. Okay. Same thing to Travis. I feel like all Europeans look the same. They pretty much do. Western. I didn't make the rules. Right. (laughs) They are what they are. If you want to text in or call in, what what are your most valuable topics <laughs> of the weekend? Uh, we'll take that 314-880-0808. Can I discuss something before we get into my MVT? Yes. So if you text uh, three, a different number than 880-0808, we do not receive your texts or calls. Okay? Okay. Makes sense. I had uh, had a, a nice dinner, a little celebration uh, with my parents Friday night, having a drink, talking, and my mom pulls up her phone. Why don't you ever answer my text on the show? Do I do I embarrass you? She, oh. you know, is thinking she's getting one over on me. Oh dear. She's like, I send in pictures of the dogs and all kinds of funny stuff. I'm always keeping up with with things. And then I was like, well, you know, it's uh, maybe it just gets busy. It does. We have a lot of people texting in. Maybe I miss it. One of those things, but I know her number, and I was like, I was thinking I would see it. So I was like, well, yeah, it's eight eight zero zero eight zero eight. She's like, yeah, I know. Pulls up her phone. She has it saved in her phone. Oh, there she go. Completely wrong number. Oh, oh yep. dear. So, oh dear. Someone oh, hasn't boy. been responding to her, <laughs> sending in texts five days a week during St. Louis Live. In the morning. I, I saw your picture. I posted, a, I posted the I didn't, picture of the number. I didn't even register because I, I didn't, didn't look at the – yeah, I just for, saw eights and zeros. For dullards like you, I didn't want to spell it out. I wanted you to look a little closer. It wasn't just funny that I wasn't reading my mom's text. It was funny because she saved the wrong number. And, and So she's been sending in basically – you know, no, nudes. no, don't take it that route. No, she's uh, she all right. Seven oh eight. Yep, there is crutch on big old. I did no such thing. I was asking again. Generally, must be nice. Say, oh man, must be nice to have a family that doesn't listen to the radio show that is and not true. no significant other to speak of. Family must be nice. The show they encourage this type of humor because it allows us to break down the barriers of confrontation. <laughs> what? So I think I, he heard an Al Sharpton speech he's copying <laughs> off of. I'm just, what is that? I mean, oh, man, you've been holding out. We've been missing some quality golden JPD text. Thanks a lot, Denman. Thanks need, a lot. I need to get the login for my computer because you know Chris won't read them. Oh, I know. Yeah, make sure you do that because he'll purposely skip over those hot tweets. She got some hot takes, especially when it comes to the Cardinals. She'll be dropping that hot takes. <laughs> Why isn't Sierra hitting lead off? Well, he's hanging out in double A. That brings us to my MVT, and not to piggyback off of Gaines's displeasure, but uh, I'm just going to go Cardinals. Finish up the weekend series with the Giants with a big win, and uh, the guy that you said was done and should retire immediately, Gaines. <laughs> Adam Wainwright leads the Cardinals past the Giants eight to three last night. Ends a uh, would have been a three game skid, or wow, three game skid against the Giants. Would have been a five-game skid overall, including the uh, the small sweep to the Boston Red Sox. Wainwright doing his best to look like Wainwright of old, and he's um, he's beat some fairly quality opponents. And and if we're calling this the turnaround easy, part, easy. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll tread lightly when the it comes Cubs to the Cubs. Were the Giants? Wainwright's yeah, now four and three. 
Only allowed one run, five hits, and six in the third innings. He looked good. I it's um, again. I think we all have to take it with a grain of salt. When every time Adam Wainwright steps on the mound, we're clearly not going to see the Adam Wainwright of old. And what gains you have said so far throughout the season is that he just needs to show that he's a quality four or fifth starter right now for this rotation. And he's done that exactly. recently. Yeah. And I don't know what specifically he's done. I don't know whether it was. It's a ma- matter of whether he was uh, had his metamucil. That uh, could be it too. Maybe he's drinking more orange juice. I hear that's good for him these days. <laughs> when he looks better, and the Cardinals are going to need that, and they needed it yesterday, considering that this was going to turn into a missed opportunity on this homestand. You take two or three from the Cubs, and you're thinking, all right, feeling good about yourself going into the rest of this homestand. And the Cardinals were as in a position as Chris just mentioned to lose five in a row. They end up finishing the homestand three and five. Thank goodness, and. You take it for what it is. It's again, you, if the Cardinals are wanting to maintain the top of the Central Division, taking care of business against a team like the Giants are important. So it was disappointing to see the Cardinals come up short Friday and Saturday, but to see Adam Wainwright help pick this club up like he's done so in the past was certainly good to see. Now, Travis, listen to this. Oh, listen boy. to this. Mm-hmm. Kudos to mm-hmm. Mike Matheny Uh-oh. for taking him out. Oh, five and a third. Are we going to yeah. flip that off? It, it's all. It's one of those. Where uh, it's to the point too that again, as you embrace the the wallet crowd, <laughs> careful. I'm embracing the uh, some of the Matheny haters on the moves that he makes. Where I'm literally like, okay, go go ahead and go ahead and do this. <laughs> if this was a if this even if you were playing a video game, his his meter's down, man. Yeah, take him out. So he actually listened to his heart yeah. or uh, his brain instead of his heart. Excuse me. Uh, through the third time, the third time through the lineup, Wainwright opposing batters batting three sixty four with a one point oh four two OPS. Now, if he's as efficient as he has been the past few starts, the first two times through the lineup, that bodes really well. He can give you five six innings, and then if Matheny has that short leash in the fifth and sixth, like he did yesterday, that is a good sign. Yeah, and and that's the thing too, where <laughs> we're talking about okay, can he be a super reliever next year? Can he be a spot starter and a long man or something. This could be how you keep him around. Stop sending him out there to screw up because if he if there's a large percentage of his failures coming in the sixth and seventh innings, only make him make him a five or six inning pitcher for sure and be super strict about it. And you get to have another year or two of vintage ish Adam Wainwright. Yeah, absolutely, totally agree. I was I, great point, Denman. <laughs> Adam Wainwright. No, I, if the Cardinals are going to do anything, it, it, the Adam Wainwright question has to be solved at some point, and it seems like it is beginning to. We're going to we're getting a bit of an understanding of what Adam Wainwright's going to be for the 2017 season, and now it's up to Matheny and ultimately that bullpen to adjust. Because again, it looks like he is going to be a six inning guy. If he gives you seven, you thank the heavens, appreciate it, tip the cap. But it looks like this is going to be a five and a third, six inning guy for the rest of this year, potentially for the rest of his career, and now it's up to the Cardinals to adjust. But uh, it's good to see that they're that back end of the rotation is starting to come together, and it's the up until this week, the more recent success of the Cardinals is because of that. So that is good to see. You're seeing Martinez starting to come around. Nine shutout innings again, yeah. Saturday night. He le- he's looking. How strong. do you not get a win mm. when your starting pitcher 
There was not, not how many innings are there in a professional baseball game, Travis? Well, uh, regulation generally there are nine innings. Gaines, can you back that up? Yes, that's that's true. <laughs> there are nine. Verify that. Generally, usually at home, you're not allowed to pitch nine shutout innings. <laughs> generally, when you score, when the other team scores zero runs, <laughs> it's usually a good sign that you uh, you can probably bring home the dub, especially through nine innings. Generally speaking. How how do you lose that game Saturday? I don't know how you lose the game Saturday. I don't know how you lose the game Friday. I mean, those two games were just brutal. They were brutal. They were they were really brutal. Those are games you I think that those are games we saw a few times last year with the Cardinals that drove us absolutely mad. It would just drove us mad. And to, to see that again And it's it's games like those where you're like, are they really gonna be competing for the NL Central title this year? Right. If you're going to drop at least one of those a week, they dropped, it seems, I don't know, four of those this right. past week. <laughs> they did. That, that's, you know, that's not a great sign. You and have you, to. And you know, come September, you're going to be like. Yeah. And baseball's weird. Ugh. Like, we know, we realize that baseball's weird. That's right. going to happen every now and then. Right. But it cannot happen on a regular basis. And it did so this past week. So we had that happen this weekend, and again the Cardinals finished this homestand three and five. They're heading out to L.A. Yes, this week uh, our our domain. Maybe they will be on the Corolla show. Maybe Matheny will go out there and jump on Joy Coy's podcast like we did. Who knows? But uh, the Cardinals this homestand didn't go the way that we thought it was going to go, uh, especially uh, when you look up and you see, uh, and I know this is hard for you two, a fellow large white man who calls himself athletic, no longer part of the Cardinals roster. And that, of course, uh, is uh, your hero, Chris, Matt Adams. Now moving on to the Atlanta Braves as the Cardinals make a trade this weekend. Did you? Did we not uh, plan to queue up the Sarah McLaughlin song? <laughs> Missed that. I'm sorry, guys. That's fine. Yeah, well, uh, mark it down. Gaines blown it before 720. A.M. Matt Adams traded. <laughs> traded. To the Atlanta Braves, and uh, a few things interesting here. Braves and Cardinals love working together. They can, do! That can, is so well, weird. It's Mazalek's track record. If he makes a trade with a team, he's going to make a trade with that same team a few months later. So the weird. Indians were the ones in the past. And now True. it's the Braves. Braves acquire first baseman Matt Adams, and the Cardinals sent cash consideration as well. How do you like that? Like the cash consider. Do they send? Do you ever think it's just like, yeah, I'll get back to you on that. I, I'll consider, <laughs> consider what the hell will be if you just break it down literally. I think it's coupons. I think they send them coupons from Fairway Automotive as part of the cash. Oh, okay. Yeah, it is almost seven thirty, which mm-hmm. means you should have gotten sense. your on your way at least to Fairway Automotive. We have a. We're going to talk about that here in a minute too. But uh, yeah, Cardinals get uh, Juan Yepes. Gains break the down Mi- the new acquisition. <laughs> Yepes is very young, very young. He's yes. nineteen. They uh, the Braves got him last year. He's from Venezuela because mm-hmm. the V is a B. Ah, yeah, Spanish. Oh, nice. That's like, right. Look at us. And uh, Freddie Freeman's out, so it made sense for Atlanta to bring in uh, Stop. Atlanta still in their uh, yeah, we're competing mode. Yeah, they got right. Still they, it's basically get Dansby Swanson a bunch of at bats. Yeah. Well, it got, doesn't matter. Uh, they've got a bunch of veterans on one-year contracts, which is actually kind of kind of a cool way to rebuild. Yeah. Uh James Loney has been uh, brought on. 
to the uh, the Bra- the Braves did kick the tires on Ryan Howard as well, and not the character from The Office. Um, yeah, when I saw Looney was still in the, uh, I had to pull the Bomani Jones drop. He who, goes, who uh, was it? James Looney. I when he uh, we, James Looney. Is it Looney? No, no, no. no. I'm gonna have just to let him. I'm gonna have the ooh. I'm at the ooh. It's Looney. It's Looney. <laughs> Looney. Looney. James Looney. He's played for the Dodgers. Yeah, I'm very familiar played with for the Red Sox. That's why I had to ask if he was still in the league. I didn't even realize he was still in the league. I didn't played know he was. The Cubbies. The Rays. Didn't even realize he was still alive. That's good for him. Uh, Adams, obviously, the biggest thing this offseason is body transformation. Uh, all the sleeve tattoos and yoga in the world aren't going to save you from uh, left-handed pitching. It was a hot take. There you go. Bad. Look at you. Scorching. Look at you. Yeah, I've been working on that. Uh, with Adams leaving, again, Saint, Cardinals fans love seeing the guy come up from the minors. Coming up, you had uh, Adams being talked about as, uh, we don't need Albert. We got this guy, Matt <laughs> Adams, coming up. <clears throat> Had a big 2014. I mean, a good 2014. Sure. Right? Yeah. Looked uh, looked tough at times. And then, again, came in in shape this offseason. He did. Credit to him for that. Yeah. Looked, uh, got a, a few looks in left field. They, uh, I like to think that's why he got traded. Was that, was like, oh, you want to you play him in left field? Well, I don't know when, but he's gone soon. <laughs> yeah, nail the coffin. He, he will never. He will never play left field again for the Cardinals. I kind of felt like that was Mo's way of saying, "Okay, Mike, taking away your toy," <laughs> because I've had enough of this. Um, it's I know it's always you want to feel nostalgic because he had some big hits. Certainly, folks remember his big uh, RBIs, home runs against the Dodgers in the postseason a few years back, uh, and Adams. Uh, was uh, when he came up was what the Cardinals absolutely needed. He was he did provide power and he certainly provided power off the bench. But I never saw a country for Matt Adams for the Cardinals, especially with the expansion uh, with their outfield and just I don't really know where else to put him at this point. And the guy wasn't a world beater when he came to left-handed pitching, so it wasn't made able him very to, much expendable. Wasn't able to beat out. I mean, there's so many different ways the roster could have gone. Sure. But basically, if if Adams would have been a force at first base, then you just leave Carpenter at third, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's even though Carpenter's not the greatest third baseman of all time, essentially, Adams couldn't beat out Johnny Peralta in that sense. You know, if you're going to move Carpenter over to first instead of having him. He couldn't uh, – he just never really caught on the way Cardinals fans and, I guess, management wanted him to – uh, as far as the prospect the Cardinals got back, uh, he's been playing third in single A, but he was a highly touted first baseman. He's got an arm, has eight errors, I believe, already this year, which, you know, whatever, single A, that's that's going to happen. Uh, probably projects as a first baseman, though, moving forward, I would assume. Gangs, are we going to see him by September? I'd be surprised if we see him <laughs> September at all. 2021, 20, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, I mean, Mazak literally in the interview called him a lottery ticket, and we know how often people win the lottery. So it's more just to – the roster construction was not ideal as is right now, especially with Peralta coming back and them still working on that. I mean, he had a good weekend, but I don't see him finishing out the season on the Cardinals either. 
Um, but I don't. I, it was more about unloading Adams than it was about getting something in return. Uh, and Rick Hummel's piece in the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, uh, this is what Adams said. He's quoted as saying, It's the best thing for my career. I'll be able to join another great organization and be able to play every day, but I can't say enough and thank the Cardinals enough for the opportunities that they gave me and the trust that they had in me. It's tough to go. It's tough to say goodbye to all my friends here and the coaches and everybody. We didn't have any room. It was tough to see him in the press conference. Uh, he certainly had built up a strong rapport with his teammates. They had a ton of respect for him. And again, as Chris mentioned at the top of the story, it's a guy that really came into this offseason, took it seriously, lost a ton of weight. Everyone who saw him around town uh, were just marveled at, oh, sweet. Had a man bun for a while? He did. Ugh. Guy was doing some serious, intense yoga, putting it on the gram for the kids. So uh, Adams did all he could to put himself in a position to be a true asset to the St. Louis Cardinals this season. So it wasn't as if the guy didn't try. He did put in a great effort. Unfortunately, just wasn't any room for him. And I wish him the best. One of those things where you hate to see the guy go at the same time. It's part of the business, nature of the game. And I'm sure he's going to do well with an organization like the Atlanta Braves. At least I hope so. Yeah, wish him the best. And good start uh, for him yesterday. Yeah, thank you. Oh, for four with three strikes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, thanks for making Clayton Kershaw look uh, unhuman. Clayton Kershaw, like not like even, not even, not like. So you're like, oh, Clark Kershaw usually looks like you know above human right. how he pitches. You know, then there's human. Uh, it just demoralized him in the playoff. Just that home run. One. It was great. One of the more iconic pictures in recent Cardinals playoff history is him with his hands in the air and Kershaw just bent over on the mound. Just brutal. Um, you know what? We've got a, we've got text coming. I've been neglecting the text line, and Travis, I know that upsets you. Mm-mm. Keep keep on doing. Ignore the front runner for most original new text name of the week that's okay a, that's a big thing with us we okay. always give out that award mm-hmm. sounds like they can uh, d's d's fire alarm texting in <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> this is d's fire alarm happy monday <laughs> d's d. fire alarm d had all weekend a couple with something better than that that, that ain't d alarm. it's just d's fire someone chose the name d's fire d's alarm. fire alarm <laughs> Please help me get a new battery. Please help me get a new battery. Uh, yeah, we, we're not going to come up with a GoFundMe for D's fire alarm, but we do want to extend some goodwill. Over the past week, our friends at Fairway Automotive. Fairway uh, Automotive. There's a, a fortunate, unfortunate situation. Uh, they So we want to help them out. So Fairway Automotive, uh, Jason, Lindsey Gallahue own that. It's over in Crestwood, in the Crestwood Auto Plaza. So we just want to put the word out. It uh, there wasn't it wasn't a life changing amount of money stolen, but uh, an individual did walk in. They have him on camera. <laughs> the guy slid under, or he walked in. They were working in the shop. He he bent down uh, where they couldn't see him. Got behind the register, just unloaded the cash register, uh, walked out, and uh, unfortunately got out of the shop with some money. So our friends at Fairway Automotive did have a little bit of a loss. They're fine, and they'll move forward. But to show some support, let's uh, let's make a little push. Let's get fire and torches and fire this SOB, and let's bring him to justice. Is that what you want me to say? I would, if I were this gentleman, I would not venture back to Fairway Automotive. <laughs> I would. He's on camera. I tell you what, you stuff. don't want to mess with the Crestwood Crips. Well, or 
We could just show a, a oh. show of support. Oh, okay. If you're uh, in the general area and you're hearing my voice and you're not streaming from Antarctica, as many people do, we're huge in Antarctica That's what I with hear. the streaming community. Oh. Uh, hit up Fairway Automotive. Drop them a line. Schedule your next oil change there. They're kind enough to work with us. We love working with them. Uh, Again, best cup of coffee in town that you don't have to pay for. Mm-mm, free uh, coffee. But maybe, just maybe, this week, today, everything else, if you want to schedule a uh, an oil change, even just as simple as that, go in. They do everything for your vehicle. You can get it looked at, uh, have them check it out for whatever you have going on, or just give them a call for an oil change, uh, and you can schedule that out. But let's show them some love. Give them a call, 314 236 Nine nine zero zero, or just stop in eight seven five zero Watson Road. We're uh, we're happy to support them. They support us. It's a family run business, and uh, again, any and all auto repair needs, hit them up. Very fair people, at Fairway Automotive, and uh, show them some support. I mean, it's uh, it's not the end of the world, but pain in the ass to be a small business to have someone on camera walk in and. Uh, Raid your cash register as you're working on other people from St. Louis's vehicles. So, again, show them some support. Fairway Automotive. Hit them up. Check out their Facebook page. There's tons of great reviews. If you're looking to buy tires, if you're looking to, again, even as simple as scheduling an oil change, show them some love. Fairway Automotive, 314-236-9900. And listen here, criminal, okay? The hands of justice are out to reach you, and you cannot hide. From us here at St. Louis Live. You go, Your day you gonna go check the streets? is coming, sir. Your day is coming. Travis Terrell, <laughs> checking the streets. Hey, while we're talking business, offbroadwaystl.com. That's where you get your target practice live tickets. Ooh, it is boom, boom. heating up. A car in I'm excited. Had some, had some comedians reaching out, specifying things over the weekend. So they're tuning up their best jokes for the likes of Drake, uh, Thomas Edison. Mm, that damn Thomas Edison. Vin, he deserves his day in court. Vin Diesel. Ooh. And then in the finals, obviously, when you come to these things, the comics have to roast each other. Travis, maybe we'll even let the audience roast us. Yeah. We did that last time. and It was a hurtful. It was very, very rude. I think um, I think there. Were, I remember the one that won the contest, the very first one. Uh, that's Comparing how you to Precious? It won, someone compared me to Precious. Uh, the the character in the movie Precious. Uh, someone said uh, uh, Chris looks like he says the N word when Travis isn't around. <laughs> that was a mean roast. That was rude. Yeah, uh, mean. That was mean. Uh, and then someone says when no one's looking, Travis only dates white women. So well, what? Did, that was kind of yeah. rude. The roast gets rude, but that's a roast. That's why you need to come out to Target Practice Live June third at Off Broadway, OffBroadwaySDL dot com. Get your tickets now. Update from the text. Except line. you, criminal. You're not allowed to come. That's right, criminal that, fa- that robbed Fairway Automotive. Not allowed to come. And if you've been a criminal and you robbed other places, you also are not invited. <laughs> not, yes, we're taking a very hard, controversial mm-hmm. stand. We're drawing the line in the sand. There's no. No felony thief. Yeah. If you've hey, committed... F- 15 bucks is 15 bucks. You know, no, mm-mm, we, don't, don't we don't want that kind of dirty money. Right. Yeah, yeah. James is like, well, none of the hill can come. Don't! <laughs> <laughs> oh! just lost out on 25 people, guys. Update from the text line, D's fire alarm. Beep. Ah, damn it. <laughs> damn it, D's fire alarm. I like it. I like Ugh. it. <laughs> what, a, what a weekend. How was everyone's weekend? I hope it was merry. 
Mine was fun because I went to another graduation, graduation season 27. Why are you hanging out with all these smart people, man? This is just not character of you. Well, it has now been – God, I don't want – technically, I'm not aging myself because I think I've already shared my age on the air. It's been – 72. Mm-mm. It don't, it don't crack, though. It don't. That's true. It's been 15 years. 15 years since I graduated high school. 15 years. Same here. I, I, you could have a permit. I know. Oh, man. 15 years ago. So, um, Unfortunately, I missed my 15-year reunion. Did you? Yeah. Oh, I hate when you missed those. Uh, <laughs> We're going to have it at the local Dairy Queen. How does that work in Farmington? <laughs> There's a nice Dairy Queen at Doe Run. Oh, is it now? The Doe Run. Is that where everyone does their high school reunion? No, my uh, <laughs> the playground's great. <laughs> my younger sister uh, graduated from Hazelwood, Hazelwood Central. Sister alert! Sup, sister You will not holler at anything. I will stab you in the kneecaps. No, Hazelwood it, Central is it still the largest high school in Missouri? It, I'm sure it's one of them. It's largest. not. It was at one time. Sending Division One football players and like four NFL players like every two years. Sure. So it's still an elite program, certainly in regards to athletics. My younger sister did graduate from Hazelwood Central this past weekend. And I, I, I have a, I'm starting to really like graduations. And is that, this the youngest sister yet? Yes, this is okay. the youngest. No, well, there's still a set of twins. And then there's a six-year-old in there. So I still have <laughs> many, many moons to go before we... Uh, yeah. You got an elementary school graduation uh, coming up. Yep. You got a, uh, yeah, yeah. a quarter. Yeah. It's got a minute. Still got a ways to go. But I, I'm starting to enjoy these things mainly because of the people that go, the people that go to graduations, and because they they get into it, and I love that. I love seeing families come out and support their kids, their grandkids, cousins, nephews, nieces. I think that's really neat. And I, the folks at Hazelwood Central, they had it at uh, University of Missouri St. Louis, and uh, people were. I was like, oh, man, this is really nice. Uh, for but many people, are not for me. Hazelwood Central is probably like 80% black, 85% black or so. Oh, my. Yeah. And so so I'm just like, oh, ah. my. Yeah. Oh, my. <laughs> Chris is startled. No wonder why I don't take 270 what, out there anymore. What a startling number. And then, um, oh my. But the fun thing is, like, you look around, like, man, look at my people. Enjoy. Look at education. This is good times, unity. But then certain things do stick out, and you go, oh, I'm so happy I didn't invite Chris Didman to this ceremony. And so then you see, like, a whole section, not just the whole family, but a whole section of people in airbrush shirts. And you go, oh, man, please, God, no one put that on Instagram. Do not show Chris Didman the airbrush shirts from all the families. Um, also, no one adheres to the please hold your applause to the end. Right. No one also adheres to the you get five tickets – Per student, uh, no one adheres to that rule. Oh, as so well. you have people bringing. You're only supposed to bring five. We had, I guess, at a giant school like that. Yeah, and they try to make sure so everyone can go. Yeah, uh, but judging by everyone's reaction, you got somebody's to, like fifth cousin there, and then another person's mom doesn't have a seat. Nothing like like you call someone's name and seventy eight people just stand yeah. up and cheer. Yeah. <laughs> Administrators, I think maybe you're over the five <laughs> ticket limit. For- so, but it was cool. But I enjoyed. I, I I do like graduation weekends mainly because again, I think we don't give our young people enough credit about how awesome they are. They are pretty. Cool. Do it, don't we? I, I, I think, think we give too much. You give too much credit to the yes. young people. Not, I don't think we give enough. Yeah, they're cool. They're, they, They'll they're, have businesses completely alter their standing style and market everything 
based off of what some dumb 14-year-old thinks. As they should, <laughs> instead of complaining about going bankrupt because of what 14-year-olds think. Very true. It was fun. To, and, uh, it was really cool. Shout think. out Domino's. Love that company. <laughs> oh, my God. They were really, the best. They, they figured, figured it out. They, were, they, were they figured it out. On the brink of uh, going the way of, I don't know, what pizza play, you know, a Trying to think of a Pantera's. Godfather's Pizza. Pantera's, <laughs> and they keep evolving. You see what they're doing with their stores now? Turn yeah. it into like Chipotle. Yeah. Smart. Amazing. Smart. Like How's it, it work? They're like you you can go there and they'll make it in front of you like you go down the line like Chipotle. Wait, excuse me? Yeah. That's the the new commercial where they're like breaking the windows, you know. It's like I used my college savings somebody, to buy my somebody's first had a store. sober weekend and watched a lot of T V. No, I just love I love Domino's company and the way they do their business and how they tr- keep transforming and keep being more successful hey so. mr domino by the way sending an invoice your way that'll be mm-hmm. 2.3 million dollars that nice. is per hour they've got it because left. they're a good business that's and keep true, transforming right. that's true pepe i want to give travis more credit where can i deposit it oh boy no nope. that bank is closed today Mm-mm, not happening. Not going <laughs> the down. Bank is closed. <laughs> I, I I enjoy it. I, I don't know something about just watching young people. You enjoy want... watching young people. No, let me finish that sentence. Let me finish that sentence. Damn it! Watching young people graduate. Watching young people in like look forward to their future. And I think because yeah, they don't know. Yeah, they, they don't really know. Don't... <laughs> crippling pit of depression. <laughs> Despair is just above the horizon. This, this this year's senior class is the last class that was at SLU when I was there. Right. Kind of a depressing moment. And I was talking to one of the kids, and he was just like, yeah, I think I'm kind of ready. I'm like, nope. No, you're not. But that's the thing. Nope. I think just seeing their optimism, like, just reminds you, oh, man, that crushing blow is going to hurt. But I love that you have that smile <laughs> yeah. on your face right now. And that's at least for that day, you to see the future, actually excited about the future. It, it felt good. You know what's coming. We all we look. We were all there at some point, yeah. and we felt we felt positive about our future. And then uh, one day, then that happened, man. Then people said, "Hey, man, you want a credit card? How about five? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't see a problem with that. Sounds good. That oh, sounds cool. Yeah. Hey, man, you, you should I'll do be some, responsible with it. You should do summer school. Hey, uh, you want to take out another one for uh, these nineteen <laughs> credits? Sure, why not? No problem. Not a, not a problem at all. Hey, um, you want to uh, fill out 25 resumes and uh, be completely overqualified for any job out of college? Sure. Hell, why not? I think the biggest thing is, and we're we've we're in an industry in the radio or, or media or whatever you want to call whatever is going on. Uh, you have there's one thing that'll keep it going, right? Sales, money, things like that. But in every industry, you have people coming out of college that just are completely fed this line of everything they've done is amazing. You got A's, you're going to get this, you're going to get that. And then you step into that world of, man, oh, man, nobody cares about anything you've done or said. Yeah, I think, I know at least I don't, I wasn't fed that line. I think most of my counselors at uh, University of Missouri, uh, I think they saw the writings on the wall and I had started into journalism and they were, uh, they like kind of said it without saying it. They were like, "Man, this internet thing, huh? Crazy." And we were like, <laughs> "Yeah, yeah, it looks very important." No, 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 no print and broadcast. Old staples—they're going to be around forever. And you're thinking, "Oh, all right." And then you just look up and like, "Man, 
show is a lot of internet stories that's popping these days. <laughs> right. People don't have to pay to this, for this piece of paper. And like, I think like halfway through my time at Mizzou, that's when all the major newspapers were getting bought out and people were being laid off and nothing like being a journalism student and seeing this and going, Oh boy. Maybe I should have stuck to the steaming pit of depression. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened. And I began to cry and I said, you know what? I'm just going to serve liquor to minors for the rest of my life. There you go. And let's see how this goes. Tony Plowdow, please don't celebrate young people. Thank you. <laughs> I agree. I completely, completely agree. They're all excited and putting things on Instagram. It's, uh, oh, my. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so Hazelwood Central, mm, about 1,900 students. I don't know the number. I, was, I, so I they, just looked it up. They filled uh, the they, – they, the Umsel's basketball arena was completely full. It was go pretty Tritons. impressive. Yes, go Tritons. Very in, uh, strong basketball program there. Who's the most famous Hazelwood Central alum? Do you know off the top of your head? Uh, if I were to make a quick guess, Randy Orton. Is he Hazelwood Central? Hazelwood Central alum. He's a 13-time WWE world champion. He's a loser today. He is a loser today. <laughs> Sad day in St. Louis. Sad day in St. Louis, Chris. Good time to mention Nathan Orton, younger brother of Randy, will be at Target Practice Live. OffBroadwaySTL.com for tickets. Sorry, Travis. Go ahead. Well, hopefully for him. It doesn't go the way it went for his brother last night. As in Chicago for the big oh, we're talking event. about. Oh, I oh just... we're going to work. Look, I got freaking 90 seconds. Chris has told me that's the most I can get a week when it comes to <laughs> professional wrestling stories. So I'm going to make it quick. So last night at Backlash, Chris, the big pay-per-view in Chicago for the SmackDown Live brand, your Randy Orton took on India's pride talent, Jinder Mahal. Uh, some people are noticing that Jinder Mahal looked a particular way a few months ago and now looks another way today. But that's not here or there. He worked hard. <laughs> he, he, he pulled himself up from, do they have bootstraps in India again? I think they do. Okay. Sandal yeah. straps. All right, yes, yeah, sandal straps. And and he defeated last night, Chris, our Randy Orton to win the WWE World Championship. That's right, Ginger Mahal is now the new WWE champion. That has been your WWE break. <laughs> Wait, I have one more question about the okay, event. Go for it. I saw a video on the Twitter tweets and uh somebody's foot was stuck in the like announcer's table AJ Styles so was that real or cuz i saw it happen to Randy Orton in the past where he went through the table yeah. and then was like got hurt and it wasn't real what happens is the matches are so competitive yeah uh these yeah. guys truly get into it it was a very fierce battle between AJ Styles and uh the face of America Kevin Owens and what happened in this battle Chris uh, the announcer table, which, uh, oddly enough, always in the way. Why don't they do it like they used to do with uh, JR and the King, where it was up at like the top left when the well pro- during the Monday Night Raw broadcast, it's it's now at the top of the ramp when the by, by the well that's how it entry. used to be with JR right. And- well, well now it's back there again, okay. but for the pay per view last night they had uh, it I must have missed that wrestling. when I was yeah. tuned in. Uh huh. And so it was a very competitive matchup. I compared it. To uh, Conor McGregor, Diaz type of fight between Owens the second one? and AJ Styles. Yes, it was just that competitive. He got his foot stuck in the table. Uh, he got counted out, and Owens was able to hold on to his uh, USA. Was, so that was in the script. The, I, that was that happened, and I don't know. You can't you can't write that. That's what I say. You couldn't write that. 
It was that good. It was it was like wow, that was drama. Didn't see that coming. So that's what happened uh, last night. Because I heard when it happened to Orton, it wasn't in the script. Uh, you know, I don't I don't know who you talk to, where you get this news from. Uh, but these guys go out there, they compete like the natural athletes that they are. And natural. You said now you're saying this this Mahal fella has. Uh, he likes his protein shakes. I don't see way anything pro- weird. Whey protein. Whey He's protein. on that horse meat, huh? I mean, look, who doesn't like an extra steak from Ponderosa from time to time? Jinder Mahal apparently does. Let him enjoy it. You guys not to be a hater about it. Oh, the rhino says oh, well, it's yeah. always scripted. Well, wait, breaking update. Oh. <laughs> rhino Sness, good morning. What do we have? What is this update? He says it's always scripted. Man, I didn't know Vince wow. McMahon hated what? Owen Hart that much. What? Wow, scripted? Yeah. That's not. That's that. Look. There's this rumor going around that it's quote-unquote scripted. Um, maybe you're going to say last night's game three between the Celtics and Cavaliers was scripted. I, that looked fairly interesting. They were up 21. LeBron took his foot off the gas, and the Celtics end up winning. Maybe people have heard rumors about how the NBA's playoffs were bl- boring, and now they're going to extend the I'm series. I'm down for that conspiracy theory. So, I mean, look, if oh, you're going to sit up here, if you're gonna sit up here up. and try to call WWE scripted, NFL, you're on notice. NBA, you're on notice, and MMA sure as hell is on notice. Oh, wow. I think MMA is probably scripted. There's no doubt about Get it in my mind. There's the portion that it's scripted. Pride fi- pride in uh, Japan, uh, maybe. <laughs> Conor McGregor just happens to win. Come on. Give me a break. I ain't buying that, Jack. Yeah, I mean, look, man. These no, are- I'm, I'm Gaines. That's Chris. Oh, shut up. No Jacks. You guys just don't understand what it takes to be a true athlete like a Jinder Mahal, like a Randy Orton or a Kevin Owens. I'm sorry. They're good at their jobs. Don't be mad. Haters. <laughs> we saw Conor McGregor tweet out this weekend. Uh, he's getting some training in. said, Floyd, sign your, uh, sign your side. Yeah, First of Floyd. all, sh- shut up. The only reason why this fight is happening is because Floyd Mayweather says so. So sit your ass down. Conor McGregor, who the hell do you think you are coming at Floyd Mayweather? By the way, Floyd Mayweather is a woman beater, and I do not support anything that he does. But inside the ring, he's certainly a legend. With that being said, I also would like for him to complete the signing of this contract so we can get this party started. But Floyd said it's 90% there. There are a few things he wants to work out. Look, there's a reason why he is the highest, the most profitable athlete on the planet. He makes more than almost any human being alive right now. So Floyd Mayweather is going to take uh, – well, he does – He's going to take a sweet-ass time. He's going to take his time. He realizes his worth. He knows he's number one on the list. He knows people are tuning in because of him. So he's going to make a decision. I had imagined that we will have an official word probably in the next two to three weeks. Floyd, he he seems excited to finish the deal. Um, But Floyd says right now it's in the hands of his people. The money team. The money team. TMT. And uh, they're called the money team for a reason, Chris. Not just because they ballers. They pay off cops when come to their house. uh, Ooh, uh, allegedly. Uh, Anybody who's an attorney for Floyd Mayweather, please do not sue St. Louis Live. Send all your emails and letters and cease and desist. Michael Gaines at slewhigh.com. 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 I'm looking forward, but it was exciting to see. I think everyone knows that from the spectacle standpoint, it's going to be, hold on to your butts. It's going to be one hell of a Yeah, show. it is too. And it, uh, the fight's going to suck. We're talking, the fight's going to be If awful. we're talking percentages, uh, the, the largest percentage uh, of a potential outcome is on it being a very boring, very normal, probably it'll look like one of Floyd's uh, fights where maybe he gets tagged a couple times, but 
for the most part, he just absolutely puts on a clinic. There's a ton of defense and a bunch of uh, just peppers to uh, to McGregor's face. But you're not going to see anything exciting whatsoever. But with that being said, uh, you just even if you go back and look at some of the past 24/7s with Floyd and past press conferences with Conor McGregor. You just have that feeling that you are about to get some of the greatest trash talking in the history of of sports. Mm-hmm. Like you just have that feeling because McGregor can bring it with the best of them. He is outstanding on the mic. It's why I wish he would hurry up, win a couple more belts, get rid of that stupid UFC mess that he does. Come on over to Vinnie Mac, head on up to Connecticut, and finally become the face of the WWE. That's what I'm waiting for. You want McGregor to do that. I want McGregor to do that because I think that will be enough to convince CM Punk to then return to the WWE. And then we're talking the rock, stone, cold era type of times with the WWE brand. But as far as the boxing match goes, it's going to be absolutely horrible. But I love to, I'm love. i looking forward to the hot takes and the think pieces that are going to critique race relations in America based off Conor McGregor and the that's what the you're gonna, that's Well, you know they're coming. You know it's going to be... Floyd represents this. Connor represents this. It's like when they did the Manny Pacquiao, Floyd Mayweather, good versus evil thing. And then you actually looked at both of their records outside of the ring and you go, wow, they're both asshats. They're both technically terrible people. Mayweather. Okay, so a few texts coming in. Uh, <laughs> too bad Floyd's going to lose all of his money because he didn't read any of this contracts. Oh, man, that's cool. Mayweather is an illiterate woman beater. Don't watch his fights. There, There is... That is weird how we kind of uh, gloss over that. I don't think anybody glosses over it. Actually, I take that. Well, I don't think people gloss over that at all. Well, we, I think we gloss is, over I, it enough to pay seventy bucks and support the guy. Well, that's you can say that almost with every athlete on the face of the earth right now. No, you couldn't. Yes, you. Do. There are tons of people every Sunday they pay top dollar to see NFL players, but, many of who have been accused of DUIs and beating their wives. So some of five, which have so killed people. Five percent of a league. Five percent of a league. You still do people? Still, you said every athlete on the face of the earth. I, like, well, just, I'm just saying there are players that were just recently drafted. There was one player, Joe Mixon, who knocked a girl's face off and was drafted in the NFL. So, yeah, we do we pay to watch these players every week. So let's get off that horse And because I know there's this thing that Floyd Mayweather, no one talks about it. I can literally pull up 20 stories no, 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 that no. are go deeply into Floyd Mayweather's past. Again, I'm I'm – I think it's interesting that uh, for as much hate as there is, that he still will just absolutely crush pay-per-view numbers with whatever he does. No, there are people who are going to still show up. There are people who are going to sit on the sidelines and say X, Y, and Z about Floyd, and they're entitled to do that. And In fact, they're probably right. With that being said, that had no effect whatsoever. Did anyone not see the box office of the Pacquiao-Mayweather fight? All that information was out there. In fact, leading up to the pay-per-view, there was nothing but stories. About Floyd Mayweather's abuse. But it still happens. That's It's crazy. Yeah. When you think and it about was it. the biggest box office in the history of the sport. So <laughs> maybe we should stop pointing the finger so- at Floyd. Maybe sociologist we should stop Floyd. on. <laughs> have him figure it out. Like what? I don't know what drives that. And it's not because, oh, I want to see him get beat. Because in the back of your head, you kind of know he's always going to win in most of these fights. I mean, even Vegas knows that. I mean, oh, absolutely. And, but, I mean, I, I think when you're talented and <laughs> you're a star attraction – People, I don't, again, I don't think necessarily people are glossing over it, but I think people are willing to say, uh, I'll make an exception or I'll point my finger at you today and then tomorrow I'll pay the yeah. 70 bucks to watch you. Well, I'd fight. say it's not our responsibility. It isn't. 
I mean, look, the law has the information. If they Floyd Mayweather has, been oh in yeah, jail, I mean, it's yeah, you he's spent time in jail. He's for, done his thing. So I mean, yeah, it's it's the ugly truth, but it's the reality of it all. We frequently watch players, whether it's every day or every Sunday or Saturday, that have done some very disgusting things, and we still put on our jerseys and our favorite team's hat, and we continue to support. So for all those who are pontificating out there, murr, 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 murr. I think I can pontificate though. You can pontificate all because you want. I still call for Roger Goodell to do make stringent strides in uh, keeping these people off the field, and they refuse to do it. So, but you haven't you haven't gotten to the point though, where at least maybe not necessarily you, but others haven't gotten to the point where they've decided that they're not going to support with their dollars. It's not my responsibility to do that. I find enjoyment from watching the sport. I think that they should take uh, their power and use that to not let these people play in the NFL. But they do, and yeah. and and you and in some way or shape, shape or form, you still support, even though they don't do what you would prefer them to do when it comes to these players and their behavior. I, I don't. I don't necessarily follow that. My my thing is, do. Are you still watching or using your dollars to support the NFL despite them continuing to allow certain players to be a part of their league when they have a history of crime or a history of bad behavior? Sure, but I don't think it's my responsibility, and there's a reality that me not buying red zone is not going to keep the NFL from If you didn't do it, but if 200 of you— Probably not. 200,000 of you. Mm, still probably not. A million of you. Maybe. So then it comes to a point that whose responsibility is it? Probably like ESPN. The I mean. So the media people, is not people responsible. Not, for people co- not watching Fox News or Bill O'Reilly would not have um, would not have forced him to be let go or forced to resign. It was the sponsors and the backers and the uh, advertisers that finally got them to do something so ultimately take fans stop supporting the people who support financially the league maybe i I don't think fans have anything to do with this fans don't matter literally don't matter i think i i I, to your point there is something to that i don't totally agree ESPN pays $219 million per monday night football game fans could never match that but from that aspect, yeah. But yes, they have. To a degree, they have. Subscribers have pulled off, <clears throat> pulled away from ESPN. Their ratings are drastically down. They had massive layoffs recently. They're still restructuring. They're a huge albatross around the neck of Disney financially right now. So I do believe... Still making the most money for Disney right Oh, absolutely. Now. It's uh, No, the, are the ESPN brand they're is like making the most... Most money, but they're down from where they're Right, going. right. I think, though, with that being said, I think fans still play a role in that. Now, again, you're talking about to the extent where I completely halt. They're not writing checks. To an extent, I believe they do. I think if fans stop showing up to NFL games. We've seen that really doesn't matter. <clears throat> right now. On the level that Long it is. But, term. yeah, but, I mean, ultimately, if everybody stops tuning in, we'll then add dollars go away from ESPN and blah, blah, blah. Kind That's of. a long, big I think people have the mindset kind. that they don't have a responsibility is what the league counts on, and people thinking they don't have a say or any power in how they go about and doing business. When I believe fans actually do to an extent. Now, whether it will be drastic, where it brings the NFL to its knees, I, that would take again hordes of people of stop showing up, stop watching, 
stop buying merchandise. And at the current rate, it doesn't look like that's happening. But I, I think, though, the NFL has seen some writings on the wall, and they do understand if they don't adjust, they can find themselves – they won't be going to the world of, uh, you know, the USFL, but they they understand that they that the fans do have some some cachet in this. No? I, I, I don't think so. Chris? Usually the guy that's for uh, – Hey, best way to go about and getting the results that you want is to affect the business and the bottom line of a company. How? Do I you- mean, you can't say they don't completely not matter. The odds may be insurmountable at this point with everything in place. Like it would be twenty years of no support whatsoever, including not tuning into the Super Bowl, right? Which is just not going to happen. Maybe that's a way. Is that what point you're taking here, Gaines? I mean, if you're saying. If there was just mass – people stop letting their kids play football, even higher at a higher percentage they are, whatever it is, at a certain point it will affect it if no one's watching. Maybe. I mean 20 years down the ru- down the line. That counts for something. I that guess. counts for something. And I mean I, I, don't think, I don't think the level I mean, where the NFL has been, I don't think that's sustainable. It's I think- built – like it's so built, entrenched into the social construct of – how people go about their lives that it's just there i don't see any significant change anytime soon and you leave you would first first thing you would see is you would stop seeing um so many or maybe there'd be more because they'd be scared but i would think there would be just an immediate cut of fan-driven events and things like that that the nfl take part you know what i mean the extra stuff that keeps people moving so maybe you'd see a big change in that there wouldn't be uh maybe they wouldn't they just they would stop catering as much to the fans, but they have because they have this machine built in already. I think we said it, everything. So here's here's what my point would be: everything that the NFL does shows how little they care about the fans. Sure. So if the fans mattered as much as they do, they would not act as they act. I think there's a line. I think yeah, the there, NFL. There might be. I think the NFL knows that what they can get away with and what they cannot. And I think they push that barrier almost what feels like every year as to what they believe the fans. I really didn't think – I think they saw that with the backlash from the video from the Ray Rice. I think fans had known and remembered situations of athletes of the past and domestic violence. I think physically having to see it was the line. Now, whether that's – you know, that's it's more a reflection of how we feel as a society. We can certainly pontificate on that. But I think, if anything else, I think the NFL recognized, all right, there are certain things that can bring hell upon this upon this league. And if we don't address it properly, we could pay the price down the line. Again, to what extent, we, we may never know. But I, I think from what we're seeing is we're seeing participation numbers for young people in football drop over the last handful of years. We're seeing parents coming out essentially saying they don't want their kids getting involved in the sport earlier. That's going to affect the product on the field in the next handful of years. Again, I'm not saying that it's going to completely bring the league to its knees, but they're going to have to readjust their numbers based on some of these outcomes. And it's to an extent, again, I I think I understand what you're saying, that fans won't have a major impact, but I think they – do play a role in some capacity over the long-term health of the league. Could. Hmm. (laughs) 
<laughs> going to die on that cross. Uh, Chris Denman, Michael Gaines, Travis Terrell, the show is St. Louis Live. We'll take a quick break here on 920 AM W. GNU and WeAreLiveRadio.com is where you can stream us. Take a second. Go check us out. Look up WeAreLiveRadio.com. We've got uh, access to the podcast. We do an uncensored podcast that airs, airs, that's uploaded three days a week onto your phones, computers, tablets, whatever. Subscribe to the iTunes feed. Leave us a review while you're there. Hanging out here till 10 a.m. today. Great first hour. I give it an A+. And my thoughts matter. Quick break. Be right back. Don't know.